This is a HeadGum Podcast. Dynamic banter. Hey guys. Hey, hi. And you know we'll be at the Hollywood Improv. Let's <laughs> go right into things. Hi guys. Welcome to the show. Hi. Welcome to Dynamic Banter. Hi everyone. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> what a silly fucking time. You know, Mike, we have a lot of fun in here, I think. I wouldn't count on it. I had a lot of fun at the coffee shop this morning when the person, uh, taking my order was like, Hey, I, I hear you have a podcast about cum. <laughs> this is because I, I, I'm telling you, man, I have a really hard time describing our podcast. Yeah. I, I, I had to do it again this past weekend. And that was when you sit in that moment and you're like, what's the best thing I could say about our podcast? I keep trying. I keep trying to, to, to find the right. I, I can't, like somebody, somebody who was like not, someone who was like a straight up adult, someone with a mortgage, yeah, and uh, like who's well off mm-hmm. and is an older gentleman. You're talking about rich people. You don't think rich I was people? Speaking to a rich person this yeah. weekend, uh-huh. and they asked me what I did, and I said, oh, I guess I'm a comedian, <laughs> and. Uh, my girlfriend was like, oh, he has a podcast. Yeah. Tell him about your podcast. Would you say this is your whole job right now? This is my whole job. Podcasting is my job right now. Yeah. That makes the ad read part of this fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> because it's like there's the one guy who's been at the job forever, but he's actively trying to get fired all yeah. the time. I'm just trying to be myself <laughs> through and through. <laughs> You know, I remember in the source-fed days, we would, like, right when we started to get ads, uh-huh. it was like, it felt real gross. Yeah. And was like, ugh, man. It wasn't fun. Because was no, like, no one knew how to do them yet. Right. Yeah. And it was like our introduction to, like, having to, to do, like, have you tried this new Sprite? Yeah. It's delicious. And our only past experience with that was, like, commercials on television. Where they'd go, have you tried radio. this new Sprite? Right. It's delicious, yeah. And then it's, the whole part of, like, being, like, an online uh, content person, influencer person, is that you could do that but do it like yourself. Yeah. And we didn't know that for well, about eight years after that. It was crazy because it was, like, we got – when we were initially hired for SourceFed, they were, like – we love your like improv skills. Like they loved everyone's improvisational skills. Here, read the script about Tide. Yeah, like read this script about well, like before it even got to the ad stuff, it was like read the like read this news thing, but also like throw a funny thing in there if you want. Right. So they were like 
they like encouraged us to be like say a funny thing while you're saying a serious thing uh-huh. for years. Yeah. And we ended up like winning awards for doing that basically. Yes. And then they threw ads into the mix yeah. and they were like, don't say anything you used to say. <laughs> don't say all the things that made you Don't say successful. the award winning things you said. Don't say the award winning things. Dude, say that's the, like, the ones they want you to say. That's like, say you got a Squarespace website. You got a Squarespace account. Hold on. What's Squarespace? Squarespace is... uh, Mike, there isn't a Squarespace ad today. I know, but I still love it. I love the analogy so much. Imagine going on that site and be like, you're not allowed to use any of the award-winning templates. Yeah. You can look at them when other people used them in the past. But like, it makes sense because we struggle with it even to this day. But I remember when we were starting out, it was like... You know, they'd be like, all right, well, we're doing an ad for Netflix. And this was before it was like a huge fucking nightmare streaming conglomerate. Uh Uh And they were were like, "Uh, do this Netflix ad in the middle of like a comment commentary or something. And we'd be like, okay. And we'd be like, hey, do you like movies? Well, fuck, I fucking love movies. Uh Watch a movie on Netflix. And they'd be like, no, no cursing. And we'd be like, okay, all right. Hey, do you like Netflix? I love Netflix when I'm jacking off or when I'm hanging out with my family. Don't talk about jacking off. Uh All right. Hey, do you love Netflix? I love Netflix because I love movies. I'm a weird boy. And then they'd be like, don't be weird. And then it would be like they'd strip out all the fun that that they encouraged you to do uh-huh. for years uh-huh. that made you money that made you like a, a a wanted person in that industry sure and then they go but if you want to make us more money you got to read this right or we're going to be in trouble and so well, we it's not really, just them it's not like you're making well it was at the time it was them it was like we weren't getting a penny of that basically we had oh, like whatever okay, we sure. were getting but we weren't getting a penny from that oh so that thing. is like that's the the fire beneath everything else yeah I mean, but basically. here it doesn't work to fuck up the ads because it's only affecting you we'll see, but, <laughs> and but, me but that was like but that was like what like 10 years ago or something yeah, uh-huh. so we learned how to be ourselves within the confines to sneak of the, yeah, ourselves yeah, yeah. into the ads right and today we struggle with it even because it just, we've it's been a, it's still a, it's still a system that doesn't fully work out because or it's not fully finished the the system i think it's right hold, hold right, on just right, let me finish right. this one it's like we um we could still get through an ad and then weeks afterwards a company could be like no nah, that was no good and and and, yeah. and the information is already out yeah. It's not like we don't do the information. Yeah. We just do the information plus a bunch of stuff that they don't want. Well, so it's, it's like they still get their all their information. Yeah. Out, but they could also say, thanks, almost. That one is going to be free and you're going to do it again. Yeah. So the, the system isn't like fixed. But like, it's funny how often there's like, we, we fuck up genuinely and then we fuck up on purpose. Uh-huh. Like there's a fine line between both of those Mm -hmm. because sometimes we'll straight up fuck it up by reading the wrong link or something or by mentioning another brand by accident. Yeah. And then they'd be like, you mentioned another brand and we're like, fuck, we've been doing this for fucking 
eight years. Everything else was fine, but also you don't get any money. For that. But see, the point of the whole thing is, is like the show is supposed to be fun and entertaining and funny and ridiculous. And I think the audience responded more to like when the show goes kind of off the walls. A yeah, bit. everybody loves that. And I think that it goes so off the walls in the ads because it's the only thing where we like have to behave like we're in church. Yes. But we can't help but still make it a funny, entertaining show where we were encouraged to say ridiculous shit at inappropriate moments. I guess I just wish that we were like... um that we were popular enough in their eyes to be to like the trend. Like if, if we were like fucking like, imagine if think of two, imagine if Robin Williams and Eddie Murphy did a podcast. Do you think Whoa. they would be like, um, great job on the ads. First of all, <laughs> super funny. But when you said all that stuff about like, can you see what religion I am? Cause you could see my cock through my pants. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say that part and then say the promo code. Cause I think people are getting confused. And there's so no world. Well, imagine going to them. Imagine going to Kevin Hart's podcast and be like, we're not going to pay you for that one. Cause you said, yeah, another brand cause name. you said weird shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I guess what I'm saying is I wish we were successful enough to not have it stripped away after the, film. but I think the saving grace is, is that like, cause we're doing this for us, but there's an audience that enjoys oh, it. Oh, that too. part is great. And yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. like, holy shit. Like, so let's all be fun and funny together. Right. And so at the end of the day, it's like, we know our audience like enjoys our ads, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is like so bizarre. And I wish like, other companies knew that. It's really the saving <laughs> grace though, is that like we have an audience that actually enjoys our ads. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I, and I don't, maybe they don't understand that or something, or maybe they don't know well, what they to don't, do I mean, that. think about how many podcasts there are. Yeah. They're never all going to listen or especially like understand. It goes back to the first thing that we were saying. There's no way to make like a regular person fully understand yeah. what they're getting in the value of it i'd like to think that like because like if there is that would be a welcomed thing that we if you have that yeah if you have the elevator pitch of dynamic banter we would appreciate that so we can tell people who don't understand as much what uh what it is is, easily and in a in a short amount of time because it's like uh i also hate to be like here's like, I'm definitely very proud of this show. Yeah. Like, yeah. and I think I need to lean more into how proud I am of the show. Yeah. When people ask me what it is. Yeah. But yeah, it's you hard. Do do that. It's hard to do that. You do. Like, if somebody's like, whoa, I've seen people light up with genuine excitement yeah. to be like, this guy has a podcast. I can't wait to listen. He comes in here all the time. And you'd be like, it's just a fucking trash, fucking <laughs> piss vomit cast. <laughs> and I'm there like. Almost. <laughs> but like, okay, so, but see, let's explore the alternative of that. The uh-huh. alternative to that is like, it's a funny podcast where me and my friend tell jokes and it's really stream of consciousness. Yeah. And then they go, oh, that sounds like nice. And then they listen to it and it's like, I'm in fucking camera over my grandma's wig. And like weird sounds and shit. Like at least we're preparing them, you know? Like I feel like it's more honest. There is a like, middle ground. I know, that. I know. I'm There's a middle to find ground it. between like, listen to this podcast where yeah. me and my friend ruminate on ideas. Yeah. And uh, fucking fuck, vomit out of your ass, cats. <laughs> yeah. I guess I just have, like, and I also, on top of that, have a hard time being like, 
oh, I'm so great that I have a podcast where no, I just talk to that's my friends. That's on this That's what I'm saying. Time. It's like so hard to juggle all of those. In, like It's like insecurities. It's like wanting to represent this thing you're proud of really well, yeah. but not wanting to sound like a fucking everyone has a podcast douchebag. Sure. So it's like I have – I just need to that's, lean – Dude, the more – the older I get and the more I read about stuff like this, that whole – I don't want to be a part of this group I, that does this. It's embarrassing, yeah. No, no, no. It's all projections. Right, right, right. That's you thinking that you would do that to somebody else. Yeah. But the person that you're telling about the podcast, like even if there are people around who are like, this guy's in a coffee shop talking about his fucking podcast, like who gives – they would never yeah. listen anyway. They're just yeah. there while we're living their life and we're there while they're – you know, we're just like – little nebulous things in each other's universe. So if somebody is like, I would love to know about your podcast. Why would you ever give a fuck about what this douchebag on the couch is like thinking, or I guess it's what you think that person might be thinking that you're talking to when you don't. Yeah. So it's less about like the people around, I guess. And it's more about like the person I'm talking to, like in this particular case, like in our coffee shop that we frequent, Uh there's a lot of people in there that like now recognize us as regulars and they know we're wacky boys and and they know we steal. They know we steal and they know we cheat. I put every time I'm in there, I put $75 worth of stuff inside Kevin. Me too. And I carry him out like a purse, like a pack mule. (laughs) That boy's carrying co- my cocaine. So, like, in the case of those people that know that we're, like, already ridiculous. Yeah. I feel like I can say, like, it's a cum cast. Because it's, like, that guy would be, like, of course it is. You guys are, like, ridiculous. And and I feel you really have to, like, read the room. Like I said, I was, like, this is this is a good, like, juxtaposition because... One of them is this coffee shop person that thinks that knows we're wacky. And the other person I, I like talked about my podcast with was a rich man, like right leaning, like Republican. You know, what's interesting. I think I just came to a conclusion. All right. What is it? Every time we're asked about the podcast, we have to read the room on whether or not we could talk to that person. That's what I'm saying. It's like a hard thing to do. And if we're together. We are a juxtaposition. Yeah. You yeah. and me. Right. Because, dude, that, and that's why it's awesome when we're together. It's dynamic. When someone asks us. <laughs> it's a yeah. good di- We have a good dynamic answer. <laughs> so if we're talking to the rich guy. Yeah. If I'll talk to the rich me. guy. Yeah. Like, and if dude, you're talking to the, the tattooed guy with the mohawk hair, yeah, yeah. that's yours. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> so so what did I say to the like rich guy? Because I haven't even said what I said. What to did the you guy. say to the rich guy? Well, I said that it's uh I I really tried to be like clinical. I was like, it's me and my friend who's a comedian. And we just like talk to each other about like whatever's on our minds. Like, and I'm a hairdresser and we're in love. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and how we're in love. And, uh, and I was like, and it's really weird and bizarre. And like, we just talk about kind of what's on our mind or whatever. But when, but like to me, I hear myself saying it. And you make it like a more vanilla than it is. Yeah. And it's like, why would I ever listen to that? Yeah. Cause it's not like talking about it that way. Isn't what makes it special. Right. That's what makes it like, it. that's what makes it normal to the rich per your perception of the rich person. But if, if we, that's why I'm saying it's so important to like nail down what it is eight years into the fucking show. I know, isn't it so funny? It's so important to nail down what it is with any idea sure. that you have. I know. 
So you can talk to literally anyone. That's why they call Dude, it like the elevator pitch. Yeah, in the industry, they tell you like, and this might, this is funny for us because like, you know, we've always, we're like on the tip of success. <laughs> for you. Like with everything we do. Yeah. And, and we're like this. Yeah. And we're like, <laughs> and we're trying so hard to just stay up. Sure. And uh, so like, you know, I was thinking like, <sighs> We have to enjoy like where we're at and like figure out like what that is. And it, and if an executive was ever like, listen, you guys are hilarious. My son listens to your show or something and says, I should listen. I should talk to you guys. Yeah. And then we go mm -hmm. into like a business. Imagine going into like a creative, like let's say like Spotify is like, we want to have a meeting with you guys. Yeah. And we sit in the room and there's like a super like chill executive bro dude crypto guy there. And he's like, all right, so give me the, give me the, give me the lowdown. What's your show? What's your show? It, dude, I'm serious. Like I'd be like, I don't know. I, you kind of have to hear it. But it's almost like we've been around for so long that it's not up to us. Yeah. Kevin, you're the producer. You do it. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> that's when Dude, you have someone else write it. Did I tell you about this weekend when I was at the hotel? I don't know if we talked about it on the show. We talked about it between we me and you. We talked about something that when, happened When I was hotel, at yeah. the lobby, a dude, his name is Alex. So uh, me and Zoya talked about it on our podcast. We saw a dude in the hotel lobby. Yeah. At the Moxie, shout out downtown San Diego. Oh, yeah, dude. And he slammed the table and he was like, oh, fuck, Zoya and Mike. Wow. He and got his the friends double. were like, did you go to school with those people or, or what's wrong? Do they owe you money? And he was like, <laughs> no, this guy does a podcast. And then he was with his wife and he was like, that podcast that you hate, which is a good start <laughs> to the summary. They always say that to their wives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that podcast? Like you the hate? podcast that you hate, that's one of the guys. And she was like, yep. oh, and like trying so hard to be drunk and polite at the same sure, time. Sure. And it was the sweetest fucking thing. And like acting really interested. Then she saw Zoya and she was like, oh, well, he must not be terrible because Zoya is. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so is the like the total. Yeah, like why would that person even? Yeah. Yeah, with him at all if he was terrible. Zoya separates you from homeless guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To like cleanest cool, homeless clean, guy. Must yeah. be good guy. Yeah. So <laughs> after that, like I was that was after the eight shows. I was fucking drained. Me and Zoya had a box of pizza and we were just in it and we were like yeah. we haven't eaten all day. And so we were just trying to like be in our like cubicle of rest. Yeah. And I heard like I heard Alex trying to describe to his friends because they were like, "Is it like Theo Vaughn's podcast? Is it like a uh, two bear, uh, two bears, one cave, or whatever it is with uh, Tom Segura and Bert Kreischer?" And they were talking about bad friends. So like, is it like Santino? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he was like, "Um, yes. it's not. Yes, it's it kind is. of like that <laughs> or like because H3 they're two friends. Because yeah. he was like, that's what it was." Alex was like, well, it's two friends and they're like zany and they talk about all this fucking shit and come and stuff. Yeah. And then his friends were like, oh, is it like bad yes. friends? And, uh, and he didn't know where to go from there. And also like, I didn't know how to like, I didn't want to turn around and acknowledge them at all. Right. Because one, I'm trying to eat my pizza and two, I'm like, this is fucking fascinating. Yeah. Because they're even having trouble kind of explaining yeah. it. Yeah. Dude, it's so funny how we haven't really locked it down. And I think that contributes to the whole that's a cap thing, on yeah. success. Yeah. But it's also like if we were like like here's, they... here's why art isn't for everyone. Yeah. Because if we were easier to digest, then we would be for everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think 
being more nuanced makes us very attractive to people that get it. And then it's like you build your walls around. There's people who get it and people who don't. Totally. But we want everyone to come hang out because it's a relatable thing, even if you don't get our senses of humor. And then if you if you're in, if you listen and you don't get our senses of humor, at least you tried. And yeah, again, yeah, just like anything else. Yeah, but all we ask is that you try. I think what happens with saying that it's a cum shit vomit out of your <laughs> ass cast is I'm like we also accidentally say really like. Clever, things. funny things sometimes. I wouldn't go as far as probably. <laughs> we've changed people's lives. Like. We have changed people. We've uh, let us babysit your kids. Let yeah. us come to your wedding. Yeah, we've changed yeah. your life. We changed your life. But what I'm saying is like, I want to tell strangers that it's not always about like being gross because you know, well, when, that's when you whole... first get into comedy, yeah. like that's the easiest shit. Totally. So like make fart noises and talk about yeah. your cock and stuff. And we do that because... We know that it's so easy and so funny, but that's also not like all it is. Sometimes we fuck up ads. But see, this is like the whole, <laughs> the whole like reading the room thing, right? Like if I, if you, it's a skill to read the room and some people are better at it than others. Yeah. And so you kind of just have to be like, what kind of person is this person asking me? Like, are they the kind of person that would respond well to saying it's a cum cast or like a piss cast? Uh -huh. Would they laugh and be like, fuck, that's actually intriguing. Now I want to hear it. Yeah. Or would they be repulsed by that? And I think that's at least the easiest, like, saw, read the room I thing. saw both at the coffee shop. Because the that, guy yeah, who well, you told and, and the, was next yeah. to, like, first day girl. And yeah, she was but, like... Yeah, but see, but that was up to that guy to s repeat what I told him. Right. I was just saying, like, that's how those two people had that information. Right, in right. So, okay, I think I have, I think I have a definitive. I think, I think I've finally figured out what I'm gonna say. Okay. You know what we should ask for this, my sister. Word. Does Whoa. she like the show or does she hate the show? No, no she, she loves it. She likes she's it. She's not super like cummy. <laughs> well, technically, if we're talking biologically, we're all very we're cummy. We're all pretty cummy. Yeah, deep down, we're all a little cummy. I feel like she would have a good. You're saying she doesn't like all the gross shit. Hold on, no. Kev, I'm gonna fix the toilet. You talk She's to like Steve. outside of the comedy realm. So, right, 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 right. What is it that she enjoys? So she's like a regular viewer. She still likes or all she's, of it. Yeah. But she wouldn't like describe it as a cum cast. I know that for sure. Yeah, like she how would she? That. So how would she describe it? Well, ask her. I should. Yeah. I'll text her. Yeah, text her. Can we call her? Would she hate She's that? at work. She'd probably hate a call, yeah. She wouldn't be ready for that. Dude, I was okay, looking, so I think... He gave me his fucking number, and we called him on our podcast, but I would love to call him again. Christian? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, not Christian. Christian! <laughs> fucking Alex. Dude. Oh. Alex, because... Here's, here's his number. Yeah, call him. Can you call him? Yeah. You know the number. Yeah. Dude, but I'm it's telling you, like, how would you describe? I, I know, I like it, we can all we can explore everyone's way that they do it for sure. I would love to hear but everybody's. But I think way. I decided finally what I'm gonna say. Oh, I would love to hear. Like it. for Hold sure. Hold on, let me put my headphones on so we can hear it. Yeah, yeah. Guys, let Mike put his headphones on. Please. Do you have any music to help me put my yeah, headphones here. on too? This, this should help. I can't hear it. It's really nice. <laughs> got him on. I got okay. him in. I know what I'm going to say. <laughs> I, I know what I'm going to say. 
it's when someone's like, what is your podcast? Or like, oh, you have a podcast or whatever. It's like, what is your podcast? I'm going to say this. You just have to listen to it. No. Yeah. I don't like that. And the reason why. People won't do it. But here's why. Okay. Because if anyone's going to be curious enough to ask, they already see that there's like a wacky dude being wacky somewhere. And if, if it's you and I together in the same space, it's like this guy's chill and stoic and this guy's like wacky and weird. And so it's like, oh, so if I'm going to ask them what their podcast is about and one of them says, you just have to listen to it, then it's like, okay, well, at least I'm seeing that you're kind of weird and you're kind of chill. And I wonder what that dynamic is. There has to be like one. I agree with saying you just have to listen to it at the end, but there has to be something before, like even this isn't it, but even if you're like, okay, if we're, let's say we're in the same room together, you'd be like, you see that guy? And then you point at me. Yeah. Like, you see, just make a judgment yeah, about yeah. him. Yeah. And then, you know, this interaction that we've been having, you heard me order my coffee. Yeah. And we it's, were weird. And then you got to listen to it's a that. podcast between that. It's that. Yeah. <laughs> or something but like see, that. But see, like, but, but you're not always around. Right. And. Which is why that's not a good way to describe it. Which is why it's not a good way to describe it. But what I'm saying is, is like. For me, it's safer to be like, because I do really feel like you just have to listen to it. Like when people, yeah, uh, when people message the show and they go, I love the show, but my girlfriend like only ever hears like crazy sounds coming from the other room. So one day I played it for her on a road trip and she was like, Oh, okay. Now I get it. Like usually it's like once they listen to it, they get it. But that is like so many things have to line up for it to be like in a road trip, trapped in a car for hours and hours. That's right, why you need like scenario. one thing that makes it attractive. Totally. Because saying you just have to listen to it is is the good like conversion thing, but it's not the thing that makes it attractive. And what I'm saying is what makes it attractive is just us. Yeah, but they don't know us. Right. So there needs to be asking, like, hold on, hold on one sec. I wrote a description for the podcast once on like one of the websites yeah. that we had to upload it to that yeah. was like... Picture you and your friend like laughing as hard as you can out of sleepover or something. Yeah. Like that. So now they have the experience of like, oh, I remember when I used to laugh as like we were so fucking silly and stupid. Yeah, but like I'm not gonna say that, right? Like I'm not gonna say like it's like when you're at a sleepover and you're laughing all night with your friend. Like I'm not gonna say that. You're just gonna say listen to it, right? Because I don't want to. Again, I'm gonna read the room, right? No matter what, I'm gonna read the room. So if there's someone who will enjoy me saying it's a piss cast then that's that, right? Like, that's that way. I don't even I don't know think what that I'm means, s- though. I, well, but see, someone who's, like, got a mohawk and, like, crazy colored hair is gonna know. They're- I would think that they would think maybe it's a podcast about pissing on people. Well, I'm not just gonna say, like, it's a cum cast and then walk away. I'm gonna be like, it. we talk about, like, barf and cum and it's funny. And, like... And then, you know, I, again, I'm gonna read the room. I'm not gonna say that to the fucking rich guy. So, but to the rich guy, I'm going to be like, it's me and my comedian friend. And you kind of just have to hear it. That's it. I don't think either I'm not of those are good. To, but see, but because I'm not trying to be like, you're not trying to get people to listen. I'm not to trying it. to advertise my show to someone who's asking who already, because the people who are asking how already have seen us being like weird or, but whatever. if you ask, if you inquire about a podcast, yeah. if you People could say or think a million things, especially saying think nothing. So yeah. if you come out of yourself enough to be like, tell me about your podcast, 
we gotta have something in the chamber. Yeah, I mean that's different. We gotta have in. Yeah, all of this is the same. No, that one's different because if someone's like, "Tell me about your podcast," that means they're. That's interested. what this conversation is about. I'm Anyone t- of all walks of life. Yeah. You got to have something in the holster when they say, what is your podcast? Yeah, about? but I think it's going to change. I think it's always going to change. At least for me. I like if So here's wants- what I need. I need whatever that is yeah. to anybody you choose to talk to. I need there to be some kind of information yeah. in that two sentences. So for me, it's like I, I'm. it's always going to change. So maybe it'll be like as long as what change as long as the constant yeah. is that there's information because in to me it's like if the guy at the coffee shop who sees us like twice a week doing bits and being funny which is and laughing and shit that guy's not gonna get the same pitch from a business meeting about what our show is sure let's think about That's the pie chart saying. let's think about the pie chart of everyone who has ever asked about this podcast okay guy who sees us once every two weeks who works at a podcast or his coffee shop coffee shop is that's his slice is this thin mm-hmm. and there's, and then there's everybody else. Yeah. But let's do the chart for how often we're asked what our podcast All is. The time. Cause that's even smaller for me. I mean, you go out and do comedy shows and stuff and yes. you are introduced as someone who has a podcast and whatever. Yeah. Like for me, it's very rare, but it's not because I don't talk about the podcast. I guess here's the overarching awesome. <laughs> and that's how we stay where we're at. I, I don't talk about the podcast so to like a guy on the street. No, I'm not gonna no one's go going to unsolicited be like, you got to hear. Here's a dollar. Yeah, yeah. I got to tell you about my podcast. Like if I'm invited I'm to saying, a show, I'm going to talk about the podcast. What I'm saying is that it's not, it's helpful information to have, especially if you're Alex who loves the podcast, yeah. but doesn't know how to talk about it to other people. Cause we could all agree yeah. word of mouth is how things spread. Mm-hmm. And that that's how the, like, um, like the most fun, like cult following things yeah. happen. It's all like word of mouth. Like the state was on MTV, but, yeah, it was but also- you don't see like other people walking around in the street and going like, this is my show. And this is what it's about. Like, no, literally no one is saying that we should have, that. I'm just saying like, I can't, I'm, I'm not going to be in like advertising our show mode to like someone's grandma who was just politely asking what my podcast is about. Like if someone who's like, does she get piss cast or you just got to listen? See, it's going to change. It's going to change. Like <laughs> that lady get, you know what old lady, my brain feels like it's somebody, you ever see somebody drop something on a treadmill and it just, it just keeps, keeps going. going? Like yeah. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. an old lady asked me as like, cause you know, when someone's just asking Dude, these politely, hypothetical situations that are like so far it's all about reading the room. That's it. It's all about reading the room. Cause it's like, it's not going to be the same pitch to the business guy in the meeting room to an old lady being nice and just asking. Give me the pitch is. to the most average person who asks about the podcast. I'm going to be like, it's funny and weird. You just have to listen to it. Sure. That's it. Great. But if I it's. Have a, I have a sister response. Oh, I Thank love God. it. Thank <laughs> God. His sister. What, how would she describe the show? Yeah. You want to read it? Sure. First, she said, hmm. <laughs> do you want to let the robot do Which it? makes sense, actually. Just read it. Just read it. Um, she says, okay, well, it's a lot. It's a big blurb. Well, she has a little bit of like, and then I would say this. It says, funny and weird bits and inside jokes are my favorite part of it. Oh, she's saying what she likes about it. She would say, like, what, if somebody asked her about the podcast. 
And then I would say that probably not everyone would think it's funny because it's loud and there are lots of weird sounds, but for some reason it works. Ha ha. I say that. Go. That's like that's like what I say to people. But see, that's like kind of like simplest like to get somebody's attention. So for me, that's kind of also like I've said that plenty of times. But that but I feel is like, for that's that is for everybody. There's right. like no reading the room necessary in that. But like you could say that to the rich guy totally and the homeless guy. Totally. Yeah. But in the sake of it being like semi-scripted or whatever, when I would say something like that, it, I feel like I'd be stumbling around. It's funny and it's weird and it's not for everybody. Right. But like, I feel like when I would say it organically, I'd be like, cause like, you know, I, I had, I'd have to really think about it. And again, like the person I'm talking to they may not care if it's weird or whatever. They may not even listen to it. I'm just saying, like, it's I stumble around when I'm trying to say, like, it's a funny, weird show that it's makes loud podcast. sounds. But I yeah. think it's, it's also the ability to, like, articulate your perspective on yeah. something that we've been doing for right like which is which years. is still funny Dude, this is fascinating to watch you guys try and pick isn't it funny dude game. and you know what's even funnier is that this is like the 400th episode <laughs> <laughs> dude but that's what i'm saying like even from the early days of like trying to figure out how to like describe what you are and like what your comedy is or whatever podcast about Cloverfield. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's like, did you like, like imagine if it was still just Cloverfield. So easy. It's a show about Cloverfield. Yeah. What's and Cloverfield? Then the person's like, a movie. Uh. <laughs> oh, okay. You ever see that? No. Well, I guess there's just that feeling of like not wanting to disappoint someone. Who cares? Who cares? Right. But if they're asking, it's like, you almost need to be like, well, I, there's all these different thoughts. Like I'd love for them to listen is obviously the number one, but there's always that, like, they're not going to listen, you know, thing, you know, that's internal, right? That's a projection, right? But all of those things are blocking the, like, how do you describe your show? Huh? Which is like so funny. Cause it is a psychological thing. Cause it's like, how would it's funny to see how much self-esteem factors into oh, the totally, response. To totally. This. Totally. Because and again, it depends on like in the situation they're asking, like if I'm being introduced to somebody important yeah, and they're like president Biden, president Joe Biden. And he's like, what's your podcast? Hey, what's your, heard you got radio time. I'd be like, your honor, uh, your majesty. Okay. Couldn't go to sleep for a second. It's about come. <laughs> okay. Wait, I heard somebody say chum. That's like feed the sharks. <laughs> I heard someone say chum. I'm getting hungry. <laughs> anyway. Isn't it funny though? Cause like, I feel like, like you, you're probably better at this because you are a comedian and you can be like, I've put in all the work to be like, I'm a comedian. I'm funny. And I can do this. Well, that's the thing that I, that I said to Kevin. It's like, I'm as a stand-up comedian specifically, I'm always analyzing what my perspective on the thing is. Yeah. And I'm not always good at like putting it into words. Cause that's the other hard part, the little puzzle of the sure, actual words sure. that you have to put together. A lot of times it takes a lot longer for me to do that because of the way my brain works. But I'm always, always, always thinking about how I feel about things and what my perspective on things is and how that changes mm -hmm. and, uh, and how to easily communicate that to like a room full of strangers. I guess that is the difference. Yeah. 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 Cause like, that's your job is to like how to communicate with a room full of strangers right. and get the clearest jokes out to them and shit like that. And then to talk about this show 
it's like, it's also hard for me to articulate things that are ongoing and yeah. the show like has no end for right, better or worse. Right, right. So it's like, I have to take myself out of something that yeah. we've been doing yeah. and be like, Oh no, it's this. Right. Like I bet you anything that if we stopped doing this show for six months, I'd be able to tell the world about it. In I know. Time. Right. He'd be like, it was this awesome show where I like laughed with my friend every week. Yeah. So that is yeah. our announcement. We, this is the last one. So that, <laughs> but, but we want you to know it's not because of anything other than being able to describe the show. And it's not your fault. No, no, it's us, not you. <laughs> we still love each other, but we don't like Dude, each other. Dude, if I were you, I think <laughs> I'd parents say. If it, yeah, we're your parents. We yeah. don't love each other, but we like you a lot. Yeah, we still <laughs> love you. We're going to see you on Christmas. We'll still do our Christmas There'll special. There'll be one episode every... There'll be 12 episodes every Christmas. Dude, if I were you, I, I think the easiest way for me to describe what I do would to be would be to say that I'm a stand-up comedian. Yeah. And if and then if someone's like, oh, and he also has a podcast, I'd be like, well, yeah, I'm a stand-up comedian with a podcast. Yeah. And that tells you everything you need to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a perfect little package. Do like, you remember... I forget where we were. I want to say it was a Comic-Con back when we first started hanging out. And you are good. You're much better at being like schmoozy to people with industry jobs than yeah, me. Yeah, Especially back then because I had kind of a chip on my shoulder about stuff. And you would introduce me to someone who like worked at Universal or whatever. Yeah. And they'd be like, oh, what are you doing? I'd be like, I'm a stand-up comedian. And there was a lot of like embarrassment and imposter syndrome around that. So I'm sure the delivery wasn't great. Sure. And, and they'd be like... Um, there was a specific interaction that I'm remembering and I can't recall the wording, but it was like, you texted me afterwards and you were like, you can't just say like, you're a stand up, And if they are not into that, like zone out of the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm sitting there thinking like, well, what could we really do for each other if they don't like the thing that I'm the most passionate yeah, about yeah. or something? So it's, it's very talking to people is interesting it is it really does depend on who you're fucking talking to yeah and i guess you could be like i don't give a fuck if it's an executive or like someone who's just a working man yeah uh -huh. or whatever like they'll always get the same kind of answer out of me but like unfortunately in this like disgusting fucking industry you kind of have to like really care about who you're talking to in regards to like uh, promoting yourself because you're the product, right? Like you're the product you're trying to sell late stage capitalism. And it's like, if you're the product, then you need to be like, I'm good. And I, you want to buy me, but it's like, there are certain people where that conversation matters more and could lead to you actually getting work. Yeah. And then there's some people that are like, you know, all right, I'm just being polite and asking you what your shit is. Dude. There were so many times where I was like, my confidence in either our show or my own stuff uh, supersedes my need to have a relationship with someone who could be very totally. good fiscally totally. for me. Totally. Like I have turned down so many things just because I don't like the person in between me and the doing right, everything. Right, right. Which is like the more I get into this stuff and the more people I meet, there are some people in between that are so passionate about the end product totally. and that's awesome and then there are so many people in between who do a bad job who i don't want to fuck with because they're literally there to like slick their hair back and wear leather jackets and like say that they have that right, job right and i could tell you who's who within five minutes totally. of talking to you totally and if like you have a great opportunity for me but you're kind of a piece of shit i will fuck myself out of tens of thousands of dollars yeah. <laughs> i know and it's like i get that 
I mm-hmm. totally get that. Because there is are a people bummer. now that I feel that way about for sure. Yeah. Same but back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> but back in the day, it was like, I need to know for myself who these people are. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if I'm getting dick vibes from them and I don't have to deal with them really for this project, then like, I'll just like do the best that I can and yeah. get like paid for it. You know, dude, there's also like everything in between that while you're learning how to read people too. Totally. Like I wouldn't feel that way about those types of people if I hadn't had past experiences totally. that ended terribly. Totally. Like it's not a superpower to, well, Zoya kind of has it. No, even Zoya, it's like she can read people so well because she's been through so much. Yeah. And it's like, you got to go through the gamma, the gamut of, um, uh, experiences and like getting feelings and vibes from people to understand like which belong to who. And they're totally, which combination of stuff everybody has. And people fall into like weird archetypes that are like strangely obvious and similar to experiences you've had with other people. Like even though everyone's different and experiences are all different, there's personality types somehow that are like very similar. Yeah. And you're like, well, I already know what that kind of person is. I had a conversation with Santino once and I was like, man, I think there's only like five different types of people. Yeah. And he was like, there's less than that. There's like three types of people. <laughs> yeah. And then there's some study. I think it's like a Carl Hume thing. Elliot would know how to pronounce that. Let's call him. Let's call him. Let's see what he's up to. <laughs> Just ask him what you. But I think it's like somebody wrote a book about how there's eight types of people. That's crazy, man. Yeah. And it's probably true. And and Santino's probably right in it being even less. Dude, talk about a person who's like very good at reading people and understanding why people are the way they are, and then being able to like comment on it and like clearly uh, uh, communicate that to others. Yeah. People. Yeah, I know it sounds so much better in our heads. And then we say them and we're like, fuck, that sounded like trash. Well, we speak in broken everything. We speak in like <laughs> coiled telephone yeah, line knots. Yeah. The wires are all <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, when you pull the wires out of there. Yeah. That's what our podcast is like. It's like you found two old rotary phones in the attic. And you're trying to untangle And they're yelling. Them. Yeah. <laughs> And, it, and whenever you pull it, they scream. Yeah. yeah. Dude, there used to be a guy called like Derek. I'm going to fuck up his last name. He's like Shivers who used to run CD Baby. You know what CD Baby is? Why is it so familiar? Because back in the day, that was like how all bands got their CD made. Because you could up- it was right. the first website where you could like That's upload right. your music and they would press your record for you. You didn't need a record label, right? Right. And he wrote a book at one point or a blog that was something like you need to figure out how to talk to your talk to people about uh, your band. Yeah. Because everyone's going to ask. Your family, strangers. Like, what's your band? literally this yeah. whole conversation. <laughs> Same thing, yeah. And he was saying, like, you know, there are people who are like, it's like Led Zeppelin meets whatever. Right, right. And that's right. fine, but those are two <laughs> things that exist, you know, to help people understand. And then he was like, I used to tell people that my shit was like Cookie Monster having sex or something. like. And he used that as an example. Like, think of how hard... You would want to listen to something after somebody said that, but it has to be like somewhat accurate or else you're not going to trust. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like when I say it's a Comcast to someone, it's like the kind of person I can imagine listening and going like, well, he was right. It's a Comcast. But it, I wonder if there's an additional piece of information that makes it alongside more true and not because you would have to be like, it's like, um, I, I'm not even going to be able to think of a good, it's like uh, Jack Black and Mitch Hedberg doing a Comcast or, or something. Yeah, like that. right, right. And then if you were familiar with like your idea 
or how familiar you are and your feelings towards all of those ingredients, yeah. then you decide whether or not you want to watch that, That's it. why I was saying, like, with the guy that was like, it's like all these different podcasts or whatever. It's like, not everybody even listens to podcasts. Well, he's got, I'm, you guys are overcomplicating it, too, in the fact You're 100% that, like, right. You, you're trying to elevate or pitch a podcast, and most podcasts, there's so many popular it's podcasts It's hard to elevate or pitch a podcast in general. just people talking to each other. That's what a podcast is. I guess it's, it's like I want it, but a I, plot of a movie that you're totally to pitch to somebody right. Or a TV show. But I just don't want it's it to be as simple podcast. as like it's a podcast where we just talk. Yeah, it's like that's why it's hard to like yeah. pitch a podcast. You just don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> that's why I'm like, there's got to be a way to be like, you just have to listen to it without it's it being like. It's a comedy podcast where me and my friend, who we're both comedians, do bits and riff off of each other. What if it's? What if we said it's a really good podcast? Like I, we really believe in it and we're proud of it for sure. Uh, but you really can't describe it unless you hear it. You know what it is? It's like so nice of somebody to ask, right? Right. And then it's like you say that, which is all perfectly like normal and true. But then it's like, let's say that person is a fan of podcasts. Yeah. Squarespace.com. <laughs> Dude, what if we just went right into the ads and never resolved it ever? I love that. But I'm like. I would love it. If I was a fan of podcasts. Yeah. And somebody told me we're two comedians and we riff and make jokes. Why would I listen to that over any other podcast but like how that? Would you yeah, exactly. Them? How would you describe bad friends? How would you describe two bands? See, but Did that's why it's very racist. It's <laughs> <laughs> no, but they're so. It's like it's the same thing though. It's two comedians but, riffing off. But I think it's it's more if I say it's like, Andrew Santino and Bobby Lee. So if you were, yeah. I don't know how many people just listen to that without knowing one or both of their comedy. So here's two famous people. Yeah. That's where the disconnect yeah. is. It's like, we're not ultra famous. Yes. We haven't been on like Netflix series or had specials yeah. or whatever. Right. So you can't, we don't have like household it's not name recognition. Right. Yeah. So that's why we need that additional layer of yeah. information. Right. Right. That's why it's hard. That's when you hit him with cum. Well, like I was thinking like, what would Matt Rob call? What would Matt Rob's elevator pitch about dynamic banter I don't me? listen to it exactly dude I was, that's ex our friends don't listen to it that's exactly what I was gonna say I just don't listen to it yeah we have bad friends but like you, like I bet I could ask Joe what our podcast is and he'd be like two friends having a great time together yeah, yeah. right right but then it's like why would I, I listen know. I know that's I know. all of them I know that's why I've resorted to Comcast because it leaves you with something like what like I don't even in fact, I didn't say it was a Comcast to the coffee shop guy. Uh -huh. <laughs> he asked me what it was because there's a person who works there who knows we do the podcast and this person didn't know. And they're like, oh, what's your podcast? I'd be like, honestly, we just talk about cum. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it wasn't wrong. But, but it's, it's not, not entirely accurate either. Talk about. That sounds yeah. like two doctors are discussing scenes. Let's talk about cum. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but they're fun. Anyway. <laughs> God damn. Help us figure out what this fucking show Dude, it's is. It's called Thomas. Called, uh, Thomas, yeah. Dude, we should Tom just have him But on. see, Thomas, like, listens to a bunch of podcasts and watches YouTube. So and, he like, could describe it well, though. Yeah, but, like, we need to know how to describe it for, like, the common person. 
I need to I be able to tell my mom what I do. She does no idea. My mom listens to this show and doesn't know. <laughs> we should ask your mom what it is. Dude, she'd be like, so funny. And they have a great she'd time. She'd be like, it's the funniest show with my mijos, and I love them so much. <laughs> that's, that's the thing. That's actually. <laughs> it's a billion percent. Oh, your son and his friend have a podcast? What's it like? I love them I love so them, much. and they're my mijos. <laughs> Oh, okay. And I would listen to that. <laughs> See, but that, but my mom, my mom's not reading the room when she says that. Yeah, she is saying that to literally anyone. Yeah. So, but you can't be like, it's a podcast where I talk with my mio and I love him. And then my dad would be like, well, there's, there, there's a lot of swearing going on. It's a little explicit. And they do say wacky things. I think we've all said wacky things. Like automatically bracing for yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, like I need you to assure you it's explicit, right? That's and that's him projecting his personality yeah, right. on whoever they're talking. Dude, interpersonal communication is so fun. And that's what we're here to talk to you about today. Interpersonal disintegration. Today's ad is for bio personification. Um, let's do some ads. Yeah. Guys, what the hell is our show about? What is this show? We we have to be able to tell the sponsors what the show is. What are the sponsors? What are they when they sell us? What do they tell people? I think if we were able to articulate what a Comcast is and then sell that to the sponsors, we would never have another make good for the rest of our lives. I think life. you're right. And that's what I think the value in this two sentences is. It's hard is. to understand what we even are. Yeah. Because if you knew, you would never come at a Comcast and be like, we need our money back. Yeah, because <laughs> you're like- you knew what you were getting you into. Got, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, You give them the highest possible bar <laughs> by saying it's a Comcast. <laughs> And then after everything after that just will, won't be disappointing. So you're saying Comcast is the genre? Yeah. Well, you could say piss cast. You could. It's like a. It's like trash cast. Shoegaze pop punk. It's like the. the That's our pop punk. Punk. Yeah. It's Come piss it's, podcast. Yeah. It's like a trauma. You know trauma movies like Toxic Avenger and. What is that? Trauma? Yeah, so like Toxic Avenger and Sergeant Kabuki Man and like yeah. all these like It's definitely a type. Yeah, so, so that's the type like is... so the company's name is Troma that makes those movies. Troma pictures, yeah. basically. And they're like the the like gross uncle of the movie world, essentially. Right. So it's like if we're we're like the gross uncle of the podcast world. What would you call it though? The trauma. Like we're like because even saying trauma is like saying it's a dynamic. People, and people need to know what that is. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What do you yeah. mean, trauma? What the fuck is that? Yeah. Anyway. Guys, I want to thank all of our sponsors today. I want to thank Kevin. I want to thank Kevin's sister. Uh, who else do we need to thank? Leah. Leah. Shout out, Leah. Big shout out to Leah. And I want to shout out HeadGum and our sponsors today. Today we're talking about Mint Mobile. Look, if saving more and spending less is one of your top goals for 2023, then why are you still paying insane amounts of money every month for your phone bill? Switching to Mint Mobile is the easiest way to save this year. As the first company to sell premium wireless service online only, guys, online only, Mint Mobile lets you order from home and save a ton with phone plans starting at just $15 a month. Oh! 
let's listen to this guy talk about it. I uh, I had a um, my phone. I had a uh, and then and then Mint Mobile helped me. <laughs> yeah. How? Uh, well, I could. I, I uh, the thing is, is Mint Mobile makes it easy to make good on your savings resolutions. <laughs> I'm sold. <laughs> and, uh, you know, for people like me looking for extra savings this year, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for just 15 bucks a month. And forgive me for insinuating, but it sounds like if you feel like you're paying too much for your cell phone right now, if you feel like you're overpaying, this could be the perfect solution. Absolutely. By going online only, which is what I decided to do when I switched to Mint Mobile, was uh, I eliminated the traditional costs of retail. Mint Mobile passes significant savings on to you, dude. Any other questions? No. No, I get it. And guess what? Man, Mint Mobile has really summarized what they do really well. Yeah, man. I'm telling you, dude. That's why I ended up switching. <laughs> and guess what, man? You want to know this news information? Mike? You think that's not why? Mike, no. Guess what? Man, I have more to say, dude. Okay, go ahead, bud. <laughs> And that was for any aliens listening. It's cool how we do the ads in English and alien now. <laughs> because they said when they sent the ad through, like it's very important that you do it in English. <laughs> what, I'm, what I'm trying to listen, what I'm trying to say is, Michael, is that you can use your own phone. Mike, this is big news. Yeah. This is big news, buddy. Yeah. Please listen to this big news. You can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and switch easily in minutes with an eSIM. Oh. <laughs> so if you switch to Mint Mobile and get premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month, you're going to be having a great time. So please, guys, please. So please, you go to my go to to get your new to get your new wireless plan for just fifteen bucks a month, and get the plan to your door free. Go to mintmobile.com slash banter. Bit of a pingy ting. That's mintmobile.com slash banter. Oh. <laughs> and cut your wireless bill to 15 buck a month at mintmobile.com slash banter. <laughs> that's why you never feed an alien sprite. <laughs> Not to mention another... <laughs> Thank you, Wireless Mint. <laughs> Thank you, Mint Mobile. <laughs> uh, 
All right. That was nice, huh? That was Mint Mobile. (laughs) Thanks for that guy for stopping by. Thank you, Mint Mobile. Guys, you love to... I love saying hello when I see someone I know. I've seen you say that. I say hello. And when I see HelloFresh, I get even more excited, Mike. Because with HelloFresh, you get farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered... right to your doorstep you can skip the trip to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy fun and affordable that's why it's a number number one that's why it's america's that's why it's america's number one meal kit (laughs) uh remember those new year's goals you promised yourself you'd stick to well, HelloFresh is here to make you eat better by delivering fresh ingredients and easy recipes right to your door, taking the hassle out of dinner time, huh? And no matter your lifestyle or meal preferences, HelloFresh has recipes sure to please everyone at your table. From fit and wholesome to veggie or family friendly, you'll always find something even the pickiest eaters will enjoy. <laughs> And HelloFresh now has 40 weekly recipes to choose from. So now you can say, uh, uh, bye-bye, bye-bye to your recipe rut and treat yourself and your family to exciting new flavors every week. HelloFresh's pre-portioned ingredients and easy-to-follow recipe cards means that you can get a delicious home-cooked meal dinner on the table without all the time-consuming meal planning or prepping. (laughs) Who is she? Forget you'll only find quality ingredients in HelloFresh's recipes. In fact, ingredients travel from the farm to your home in less than seven days, so you know they're fresh. <laughs> so go to HelloFresh.com/banter65. You need. And use that code BANTER65 for 65% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash BANTER65. And use that code BANTER65 for 65% (laughs) off plus free shipping. Thank you so much, HelloFresh. <laughs> Love that guy. Love that guy. And that woman, whoever that woman was. That, everyone, all the all these guests have been so sweet and kind. Oh my goodness. Uh, I wish we could pay them. Guys, Nutrafol. <laughs> Nutrafol is... <laughs> you don't have to choose between better hair growth and your health. There's a holistic solution, Mike, for men that promotes both healthier hair and whole body wellness. 
Why don't you get ahead of thinning hair with Nutrafol's whole body approach to hair growth? No drugs! And no compromises! Nutrafol is just the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement clinically shown to improve your hair growth, thickness, and visible scalp coverage. And we had a clinical study. You want to hear from our special guest about that? Yes, hi, I'm Dr. Spinnerich. Hi, doctor. What can you tell me about Nutrafol? I said it's Dr. Spinnerich. Hi, Dr. Spinnerich. Spinnerich. And, and we'll get it. Please, please say what Spinnerich. What can you Spinnerich? <laughs> <laughs> Seems like he really, really needs it. And what can you tell us about Nutrafol, doctor? Well, as a physician, I do will say, are formulated, uh, uh, this, 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 so Nutrafol is physician formulated. Is that right? Absolutely. And we use natural medical grade ingredients and we're talking drug free patented technology, which provides consistent, reliable results without compromising your sexual health. And that sounds really, really good. And are you all right? <laughs> That's right. And I will say, as in a clinical study, did you know that men showed progressive improvement in hair growth and thickness after three and six months? I would love to show progressive health and thickness. And uh, Nutrafol is also trusted and recommended by more than 3,000 top doctors. How about that? You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, you guys have a podcast. <laughs> you can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com slash men and entering the <laughs> promo code BANTER to save $15 off your first month subscription. That's $15 off your first month subscription. This is their best offer anywhere, and it's only available to U.S. customers for a limited time. <laughs> that was a great shipping. deal. <laughs> free ship. We're talking free shipping on every order. You get $15 off, Jack. At Nutrafol.com slash men. And that's spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L. And I'll spell it again. N U. Nutrafol.com slash men and use that promo code banter and you'll get that free shipping on every order and that's $15 off. <laughs> like a waterfall on Saturn. 
Thing. The last couple things seemed important. I didn't catch him. I think he had to go. <laughs> oh, oh. Well, that was him taking off, I guess. Damn, when he's late, he gets upset. You think we'll have to do any make goods this week? I don't know anymore. I don't know either. I think, I, you know, I, I mean, it was too many, uh... Can I remind everybody real quick where I'm going to be? Yeah. Dude, tonight, literally, the 24th, I'm, I am currently in Vancouver at JFL doing uh, surrounded shows at 1030. You got to come. There's tickets on my website. I'm having such a good time here. Also, March 9th, Surrounded comes to the stand in New York City. Man, I can't wait to be back on the East Coast. It's going to be so much fun. We're going to have a great show, 8 and 10 p.m. I'm going to be there. Steve is going to be there in New York, and he promises on God. I swear to God, I'll be there. And then March 24th is the biggest Surrounded show we've ever done at the Hollywood Improv in the main room. And we would love... Can't tell you how much... We'd love to have you there. If you're interested in tickets to any of this stuff, you could text me. Either you can go on MikeFalzone.com or you could text me at 818-722-8682. That's 818-722-8682. Go ahead and text me and it texts me up. I'll tell you I'll be there. I'm going to take a taxi cab. And what were his last words? All right, shall we do some? Uh, should we do some history robes? Yeah. Do you want to call this guy? Should we? Uh, I would, dude. If I were you, I would call this guy and I'd be like, "How did you describe? How would you describe yeah, the joke?" Yeah. Yeah. And then we could do. Are there any good history roads we should get to? Okay. For this next part of the podcast, we're going to come to you live from inside a Kit Kat wrapper. Hello? episode that somebody's wife takes a gym. And now she's like, I can't, I can't. I can't. Hi, is this Alice? Alice. Hi, is this Alex? Yes, Where are you, at the ocean? Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm driving right now. Oh, be safe. Hi, this is Steve Zaragoza and Mike Falzone oh, from Dynamic no, Banter. No, 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 no. Oh, how will you guys, how do you do this to me? How can you guys be so nice? Uh, you know, I'll tell you, Mike was, uh, Mike had mentioned that he bumped into you 
briefly in San Diego this weekend. Can you turn it up in the background? <laughs> are you, are you, are you at an aluminum processing plant? Uh, it, it is raining like crazy in Chicago right now. Oh, it's raining in Chicago. And so what What possessed you to make a rocket ship in the rain? <laughs> and so is this experiment going to work? You said you got a key on your kite. How about, is that better? Oh, yeah. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Anyway. Turn down that file called constructionreallyloud.mp3. <laughs> Real yeah, player construction. Alex, uh, we were talking about you a moment ago on the show here. Um, I, I accept. I accept. I'll be Jack your third God. member. I'm in. Uh, and we were talking about how uh, we, Mike and I have been having a difficult time describing our show to people. We have uh, a hard time telling people what our show is and about, and we were hoping that maybe you had found some new perspective on how to describe our show. Like, how did you describe it to your friends the other night at the bar? Okay, that's a good question. Uh, I basically said <coughs> I, I can't really describe it. Perfect. <laughs> so, Perfect. Um, Hopefully that helps. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you, like, what do you tell, like... How do you describe bad friends? I just say they're two silly boys. They like to banter back and forth. And uh, there'll probably be some loud noises. That's, 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 that's all accurate. Yeah. Ask him how he describes, like, uh, like more popular podcasts. Yeah, well, how, how do you describe other shows like popular Like bad friends. How would you describe hosts. bad friends to someone? Uh, this is a good question. Maybe he's just not good um, at describing stuff. Let's say, let's say, uh, maybe like uh, I guess another one I listen to is like Tom Segura and Bert Kreischer. They're yeah. two bears. Kreischer. And then I pretty much explain that one is there's there's they're just two silly boys. Uh-huh. Uh yeah. Just kind of bantering. Yeah. So and we're the sometimes same. They make some loud noises. So, okay. So, okay. Let's call Bert. <laughs> and see what he says about our podcast. <laughs> Fuck, man. Okay, uh, extremely I helpful. Well, I guess is extremely difficult to explain, and it's well. I mean, it's just two guys having fun. Yeah, um, yeah. It's just, I, it's just, we have a hard time describing it to people. We were hoping maybe the outside, uh, the fan base perspective might be a little better, but it's also hard for them to describe it. Yeah. So we're That's just, true. we just need to the, find an, the, excuse me, I'm talking. <laughs> Why are you um, I, think we need to, I think what we need to do is, is we need to figure out, uh, you know, maybe a definitive way to describe the show. Yeah. That honestly, uh, should have some users write in and kind of just like pick the best one users oh that's that's a good idea alex maybe Maybe, yeah just one that's all the email needs to say maybe yeah yeah, we could do send in your history roads letting us know the most concise way like what do you think would be the most concise way to describe this show yeah that that wouldn't be hard to to tell like any kind of personality type Mm -hmm. And again, I I don't. It, you guys have Are you a there? nature to your podcast that is kind of you know, undescribable. It's Maybe an that's enigma. The, the issue. And I think that's a wonderful thing. But how do we say that? It's an yeah, indescribable yeah. show. Yeah, that's that's beyond me. That'll be our Onion article: the indescribable show, dynamic banter. <laughs> All right, Alex. Well, thank you for participating on the show. 
Uh, we appreciate Thank you for calling. Yeah, we appreciate you very much. Yeah, can you do this? Do this and, back uh, and forth. Nick, how would you describe Dynamic Bastard? Absolutely. Uh, it could be we might be visit. Mike with Steve in the closet. It. it could be, yeah. you know, you and Mike all be in the closet. Just yeah. as long as someone's in the closet and there's people hooking up. Is there a way, would you be able to describe it in like one or two sentences? Is that Brett Register? No. That sounds Jack, great. Uh, All right, well, good some talking guy named to you, Alex. Who's that? All right, good talking Take to you. Take care, Alex. He's a nice guy. And now who's that? That is, well, I'm just hanging out at the table with my family, and I was wondering if you could describe the podcast. It's just kind of a lot of everything. Everything. <laughs> okay, thank you, Nick. Yes. All right, let's see. How about some history row? The guy in his first day of voice lessons trying his hardest to sound. Great. Yeah. Great. I think you got a lot of potential. Am I in the band? I no, but you do need to work on breathing from your diaphragm. <laughs> I hate that noise. File that under noises I hate. Because <laughs> I hate it. Kevin, you writing this down? Uh, <laughs> Kevin's, Kevin's writing it down on a rotary phone. <laughs> wow. Kevin's calling in. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> what is this stupid joke? Kind of like? a wacky. I don't know. It's I don't weird. know. It's kind of know. hard to describe. <laughs> Can I say that? It's kind of hard to describe, actually. Yeah, you just got to listen to it. I'll just tell people you got to listen to it. Guys. Uh, this is, uh, this is what we have here is James Sherwood. <laughs> wow. This might be interesting here. James Sherwood says, hello again, my two favorite funny boys. I'm here to bring you something that has been a long time coming. <laughs> Let's give him a call. <laughs> wow. So much that I was afraid that uh, someone much more talented w- would beat me to it. I've been wanting to make this bit into a song for a while, but didn't think I had the skills to make it work. Finally, one day while enjoying DB's greatest bits... I was inspired and decided to really start putting it to paper. Lo and behold, I believe I have something you boys will enjoy. Shared it with a musician friend who doesn't listen to the PCAST but thought it was great and hilarious. There you go. How about that? I think that's great and hilarious. I even shared it with my wife! Which I wouldn't say is as much of a fan as I am. Especially the sudden loudness coming from the speakers while we're driving. Wow. This is like exactly what we've been talking about. Wait, when? Wait, when did that happen? But nonetheless, when I explained to her my idea of a visual piece to go with this song, she thought it would be cool to make an album cover, and she went to work making it. Wait, what? So a husband and wife. Wife doesn't like the show, but the husband made a song 
based off of a bit we did. Uh-huh. And the wife who doesn't like the show made artwork for the song. Man. How about that? They're going to be together forever. Everything you need to have a good relationship is in that history room. She says special, th- or he says special thank you to her for not only making it, but enduring hearing the song a billion times while I was making it. Yes. I also want to mention to you, Steve, that I am impressed with your singing pitch and timing as it made matching things up a bit easier. And I was actually kind of impressed. <laughs> Dude, I don't like the snarkiness. You hear that, that, mom? <laughs> they were actually kind of impressed <laughs> by my voice. Is that making it? What is that? But enough word barf. I present to you the Summer Boys hit single, The Summer Boy Song. Wow. wow. Throwback. Three muskets, <laughs> tears. Hot room we're in. It's a summer room. It's a summer room, and uh, we're we're a couple of summer boys. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite band been, of the sixties. The, the summer boys. Before the world was a horrible place. I think so, man. <laughs> it was a simpler time, Mike. It was a simpler time. Dude, let me let's talk about some facts. I want you to say true or false. <laughs> I know where this is going. You ready? Okay. okay, true or false. The summer is a wonderful time to go to the beach. It's true. <laughs> it's true. I'm not gonna argue with you. You can find no argument here. True or that? True or false? Uh-huh. There's almost no there's almost no greater feeling <laughs> than running around on the sand on a summer day at the beach. There's two truths. <laughs> two truths. Here's my one. Sometimes the sand's a little hot. Sometimes the sand's a little hot, but Other I'll tell you that. what. There's almost no greater feeling than running around on the beach on a summer's day. <laughs> Here's my last one for you. There are sometimes little boys on the beach. True or false? 
<laughs> Holy shit. Summer boy. Wow. That was beautiful and perfect. That was perfect. Yeah, that was perfect. That was perfect. What a talented human being. Also, there's a sleeper line in there in there that I never remember. And it's you did the the low voice and you said, I've got the summer boy ball. <laughs> and that's my favorite part of that whole thing. It was just in there for a second, and I always forget that you said that. The summer boy ball. I've got the summer boy ball. ball. <laughs> it's just a, a guy that like, just has a beach ball. ball. I've got the summer boy ball. Fuck, I man. Look at this art. Here's the art that his wife made. Summer boy. Oh, I love it. With E.T. in there. We gotta I love post it. this on the sunset. <laughs> in the jungle and on the beach and somehow e. as well. And Where's E.T. E. peeking out through the bushes? Yeah. I love it. It's, it's gorgeous. Look at those flowers. Has kind wow. of like a psychedelic uh, Harry Nilsson. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I like it. that we're in the waves in the background. There. We're in the summer boy waves. What's that? Call it on that. Yeah, that's yeah. that. All right. Well, guys, what a show. Yeah. Thank you so much, dude. Tonight and tomorrow, Vancouver, surrounded at JFL, March 9th, back in New York City, 8 and 10 p.m. We'd love for you to come. March 24th. Most important show in my goddamn life in the main room of the surround uh, the Hollywood Improv. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Thank you in advance for helping us figure out what it is. Steve, I had a great time talking to you. Always a great time, Mike. Kevin, great time. You can see that full song from the beginning. You guys want to hear the whole full song that we started the episode with you'll be able to hear that on the patreon it's a little gift for our patrons sometimes we'll do that okay don't worry because most other times we'll just do the song on the show but today we decided how fun <laughs> it would be to do a song and then have the just you hear the end of it today on this show and then if you want to hear the whole rest of it you can check it out on our patreon we won't do it all the time but we did it this time that was a headgum podcast <laughs>